Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com slash essential. That's epicor.com slash essential. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode features Jessica Yarbrough. Jessica is a business consultant and strategist who helps entrepreneurs to build expert authority businesses and scale to six and seven figures. The part of Boost that she'll address is obtain more leads. Let's listen in. Hey, Jessica, welcome to the Boost podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Kelly. Yeah, I am so excited to to chat with you. I know um, we've been fast and furious building relationship just online and had an opportunity to talk. And I am just so intrigued by the work that you do and the way that you help entrepreneurs and businesses to really grow their business. So for those individuals who have, who are not familiar with who you are and what you do, just give us some background about who you are and and the work that you do. Yeah, well, I'm a business consultant and strategist, and really I uh, partner with entrepreneurs to build their expert authority and help them scale to seven figures. And, you know, I've been in consulting for over a decade. I've been across all different industries and I've helped a lot of entrepreneurs really break through to that next level of success, especially using the online space and smart marketing and digital strategies. Well, and you've said so many like keywords. So, you know, just online space, digital, smart marketing, all that. And especially in this age of COVID right now, where so many people where we, we're really having to rely upon digital. I would love for you to just share more about like, what are some of those things that we as entrepreneurs should be focusing on and doing in order to grow our businesses? Yeah. I mean, I actually had so many people booking calls with me that were mostly a live event. Mm-hmm. and speaker-based business. And, and you know some, some of these speakers, like keynote speakers, that's how they literally made half a million dollars a year. But because they didn't have an online coaching program set up, because they didn't have an online presence, they've really been hit the hardest because they have nothing else to sell their audience and they don't have an audience to sell to now that they're not physically in front of someone. So I love live events. I run six typically. Without COVID, I run six live events uh, every year. But we cannot ever rely solely on one method. You need to, you know, not put all your eggs in one basket. And every entrepreneur needs to focus on building an online presence. Absolutely necessary. Uh, You never know what could happen and COVID hit. And, you know, if you run event-based models, then that's going to be a real issue. You have to learn to bring them on virtually. If you don't have a following in the online space, then you're going to have to work 10 times harder than someone who has worked to cultivate that. So the sooner you can build those elements in, the better. Yeah. So let me ask you one thing, because I know your target is really entrepreneurs, but I can't help but wonder 
um, the value in what you're going to be sharing with us to just an, a, a lay person. So perhaps, you know, because especially with COVID, so many people have been displaced from their jobs. And yes. so I wonder if what you're going to be sharing with us, or maybe my request to you is to tweak what you're going to be sharing with us a bit to really make it applicable to those individuals who probably have expertise or subject matter expertise. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were a traditional W-2 employee, but now they find themselves displaced. And with, at the end of the day, we still have bills to pay, right? Absolutely. um, Is there a way for what you're going to be sharing with us? Let's talk from the framework of not only as an entrepreneur, but also maybe an individual who is looking for, okay, what can I do? How do I fill the gap between the fact that I'm no longer gainfully employed and the fact that I do know that there is still money being made in the marketplace? Absolutely. We can definitely touch upon those. And there is advantages to having your online presence, whether you're employed um, or whether you're an entrepreneur. Gotcha. So I know you have a program called the Expert Accelerator Program. Mm -hmm. Yay. Um, Can you share with us more about that program? Yeah, I'm I'm happy to share more about it. You know, it is an intensive uh, mentorship uh, program where we help people add hundreds of thousands of dollars to their coaching or consulting business. But really, the the methodology behind it is is quite simplistic. It's simple, but it's not easy. Simple in in that as entrepreneurs, we tend to overcomplicate things. And so, what most people are missing when it comes to their success is not another you know, marketing tool, they need the foundation. They need the foundation for them to really succeed. And that's why we try to simplify things as much as possible and have great success. One of the things uh, about this particular model is we don't believe in the, what I call the myth of ascension, where you sell a, you know, $37 uh, ebook and then four ninety seven course and then two thousand dollar program and then one day they get to your thirty thousand dollar mastermind. That model mm-hmm. works absolutely. The problem is is that a lot of entrepreneurs don't have enough traffic or digital marketing skills to make it all you know work. Right, you got to sell a lot of those thirty seven dollar ebooks to to hit ten thousand a month, which is pretty much what's needed to to even live. a decent life here in Southern California, for example. And so really um, that approach works and it's a valid approach. But with my particular model, we take a top-down approach. We go straight for high ticket. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, ascending people through buying a lot of different products and services, upsells, downsells, dozens of funnels, lots of complexity. We we start with an ultra high-end offer and oftentimes we go up. Hmm. So you might have start with a $10,000 offer and your next one is a 50 and your next one is a hundred. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the premise of this is that we're working with quality over quantity. It's about building deeper relationships and creating a more intimate experience with your ideal clients. It's not about serving the masses. And for a lot of people who are really impact driven and want to get those results, this model resonates with them. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> But, you know, and I love the fact that, you know, that you are starting big because, yeah, it almost feels oftentimes it almost feels gimmicky in the model that you described initially where it's like, okay, this is for the, the freemium model, right? That's what yes. we hear a lot about. And so you've kind of turned that upside down. So give us some, some more, like wh- what practically speaking, what are some tips or strategies or things that people should be thinking about or doing in order to successfully apply the methodology that you're suggesting? Well, yeah. So the first one is having expert positioning. 
So when an entrepreneur comes to me and they're struggling, maybe they're posting 10 times a day on social media, you know, they might get some engagement. People are like, great job. You're doing such an awesome job. And, you know, kudos to you for being an entrepreneur, but they're not actually seeing uh, financial results from that. Quite often it's because they have a positioning problem. And so what we need to do is rather than someone seeing you peer to peer, like, oh, that's so awesome what Kelly's doing. We want to shift your positioning so that in your ideal client's mind, it's not just Kelly's cool. It's like, that's my teacher. Mm. That's the person that can solve my problem, that Kelly is the expert. And so with the positioning, we work to, to really hone in on what is your gifts and how you can rise above all the sea of other coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs out there and position yourself as someone who is truly a high caliber um, service provider who can command uh, top dollars for your time. And when you have that expert positioning, it really changes everything when it comes to actually the monetization of, of your business. So expert positioning is the first key. And I like to use an analogy. It's like, what is your positioning? Are you positioned in the marketplace as the used cars, car lot? Or are you positioned as the Mercedes Benz? Right. Because when someone goes to a used car lot, they don't have a lot of money. They're trying to get the best they can buy. They're going to, you know, negotiate, haggle. It's, it's going to be a process. Well, when you're positioned as an expert, as that Mercedes Benz dealer, people don't come in there to haggle. Right. They come in there to discuss options. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and how am I going to, you know, what is the financing terms? There, there's, it's two different caliber clients that you can attract. So positioning is the first key um, to dial in. Awesome. Wow. So what, what's next after I'm perfectly positioned? What, what do I need to think about? Next? Well, next is your high ticket offer. So, you know, we talked about forgetting all the other steps in between what we found uh, and my own company. And, you know, I, I did courses and membership sites and everything else in the past is there's only a 10% of people who will actually ascend to your highest level programs. If you want to hit your goals, especially for those of you that are exiting corporate and you're like, I, you know, I want to replace my hundred thousand dollar salary, then high ticket is going to be a great model to translate your coaching or consulting or service skills into. So we want to start with five figure, 10 K 25 K, whatever um, you're comfortable with. And we can talk about how to build those offers out, but we need to have a big win so that you're not based on volume so yeah. that you can sell one a month and you're good. You can sell two a month and you're really good and it becomes very easily scalable. So that's gonna be the key with your high ticket offer. And it's really just about making it so value packed and having such a high ROI that even if it has a $25,000 price tag, you want your ideal clients to respond with, that seems reasonable. That's the feedback you want. Then you know you're in a good place with your offers. Yeah, wow. And you know, and it's so funny, you've brought up so much good content so far and um, reflections around the fact that so often, I think so many entrepreneurs, people are focused on volume. How many people can I get my information in front of? How many? But to your point, when you're not properly positioned and or you're catering to what may not be your best audience and you get into these conversations of haggling over price, it almost, it erodes the relationship because I know when I look back over time, the customers who I had the most tense <laughs> relationship with were the ones who like questioned everything. And then it's like you reduce your price and then you're almost, um, you have this animosity almost mm -hmm. because it's like, oh my God, because you feel like you're being, you've been taken advantage of. And then it's almost like you don't want to give your best to that relationship. Yep. 
which then compromises your own integrity because you just feel like there's just this disconnect between the value that you're providing and the amount that that person is paying. Oh my gosh, Kelly, we could do a whole podcast episode on this. I love this because this is what happens to a lot of people, especially for those of you that are just exiting. And so you're taking whatever you can get and you, you're, yeah. you're attracting the cheaple. Um, you know, a long time ago, I, the cheaple, yeah, you got freeple, you got sheeple, you got cheaple. Um, yeah, they just follow in. They're going to consume the glossary, (laughs) you know, a long time ago, I had my journey uh, of, of kind of that decision that I would no longer work with those kinds of people. And I had a little mantra. I'll share it with your audience that I came up with years ago. I will only accept clients who immediately see my value and are both willing and able to pay for it. Because if they question your value, that's a red flag. They can be willing and excited, but they cannot have the money and it's not going to work. So I I think that's really important to to understand. So if you're, you're capped at 50,000 or 75,000 a year, or whether you're exiting corporate and you're just, you're trying to get going, you do not have to accept that reality. Number one, number two, you do not have to go into the market where there is so much saturation. I actually wrote a whole case study on this where people kind of, they go in, they think where I have to go is, is this market of new coaches and it's $3,000 and there's so much other coaches and noise and, and they're going in this, in this route. You don't have to do that. You can market to a higher caliber client, especially you guys coming from corporate. Are you kidding me? This is a big struggle for a lot of people coming out of corporate. My client, James had the same issue. He tried to dumb down his sales experience, corporate sales experience for the new entrepreneur and failed. We repositioned him. He went out the gate strong, sold a $30,000 package the next week. Four weeks later, a $62,000 package. You do not have to market to the beginner. Here's something else I want you to understand for the audience listening. The more successful someone is, they value time more than money. They've got the money. They just want answers and they want it now. Market Mm -hmm. to those people. The people that have a whole lot of time and, and not a lot of money, those are, those are not fun clients. Yeah. And also know that the more successful people are, the less likely they are going to be to watch a two-hour webinar and to buy your course and buy this. And Most of my highest paying clients literally watched a piece of content, got on a call and handed me a ridiculous sum of money. That's the power of positioning. It's not about adding this really complex funnel system and trying to get them to maneuver. The best clients are going to come right in and pay you if you can solve their problem. Whatever you ask, they're going to pay you. You can help me solve my problem. Great. Here you go. It should be that simple. Absolutely. Wow. Well, we do tend to overcomplicate it, right? Mm -hmm. Like when it feels that simple, it's almost like, wait a second, that was too easy. Like there's got to be something. (laughs) Where's the gotcha? Where's the gotcha? There's got to be something wrong with this relationship. But yeah, I definitely appreciate where you're coming from. So you talked about positioning. You talked about the high ticket offer. Are there other things that, you know, roll into this process? Yeah, absolutely. Credibility, you know, and credibility would be the hardest thing, especially for the new entrepreneur, meaning year one, year two, it's the hardest thing. Cause that's when you're really like trying to get people to pay attention to you. No one knows your name. And you know, there's lots of different ways. We use something called the credibility matrix that I teach, but getting on podcast is a great way to build your credibility. My favorite way is actually teaching. So instead of just trying to write some sexy copy to, to sell them into something, to actually get a whiteboard and teach a framework and give them an aha moment. 
there's so many people just selling instead of actually giving real value. And when you give real value, that's when people are going to identify like, I want to learn from that person. Like that's my teacher. And so teaching is powerful podcasting. There's so many different ways that you can do to build your credibility, but you want your reputation to precede you. When you have the credibility, you're going to have more people raising their hands saying, you know what? We need to have a conversation. And that feels much better than trying to cold pitch people in messenger, for example. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because the credibility is is key. And I think now, to your earlier point around digital, it's we can build our credibility in any geography, essentially. It's working even outside of because I think so many people were so we feel like we're landlocked and it's like, okay, I need to get clients in my geographic area because the people around me, they they know me, but sometimes that kind of works to your disadvantage too, is that if people are too close to you. They're like, yeah, I I don't know that I want to pay you that large sum of money. So absolutely. And consider international, you know, I have three clients, my, one of them jokes and said, if we keep getting more clients, you're going to have to do all your events over here. But I have three clients in Europe, you know, I've had clients in Canada, Australia. So keep that in mind for those of you in the U S or Canada, that can be very appealing for Europeans because they want to market to um, Americans. And so learning from an American coach is actually very appealing. So there's all kinds of things you can really expand your mind of what's possible, which brings me right into number four, which is audience creation. You have to have an audience of people who are paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. Now, the beauty of the high ticket model and what we teach is that it's not about, again, having a million followers. You don't have to be Gary Mm Vee because if you are positioned as an expert, keep this in mind, a hundred raving fans can easily be a seven figure business. Yeah. A hundred people paying you $10,000 is a million dollars. It's really not that much. So it's not about, again, quantity. You can build that up. It's really about curating quality audience, a quality relevant audience. So um, I always share that about 80% of the people who try to friend request me on LinkedIn, for example, Mm -hmm. I, I decline. Yeah because I want a relevant audience. And so making sure you're relevant to your audience, that you nurture them in the right way without being obviously spammy and icky, scraping their emails and adding them to your autoresponder or sliding into their DM saying, you're just in time for my webinar. You know, none of that stuff. I'll tell you, the more successful someone becomes, the faster you kill that relationship. Like none of that stuff works. If you get some low hanging fruit, it's probably people that don't have any money and uh, aren't wise to your tactics, but that's not what you want. So building your relationships with integrity, creating a high amount of intimacy and relevancy with your audience, becoming the big fish in a little pond. Mm. You know, I joke, somebody invited me to come speak and they were like, you're a LinkedIn influencer. This was like a year ago. I was like, I don't even have that big a following, but actually I am. I'm not a mega influencer, but I'm a micro influencer. And that's the key. You don't have to be a mega influencer. Micro influencing is actually a huge emerging trend. And if you have that ability to connect with the people that are going to buy your services, you don't need a lot of them to influence them and to turn them into paying customers. Absolutely. Yeah. And then building, investing in those relationships to the point that they become your raving fans, because of course, you know, the whole notion is birds of a feather flock together. So if you can support them, solve their problems, it just, you know, they're undoubtedly going to introduce you to the folks that they know. So 
Absolutely. Yeah. So many people can come and, you know, they'll send you messages. I appreciate your content. I learned more from your live stream than I did on this paid course. And they'll tag people and, and there'll be a movement that builds behind you. It's, it's really powerful. Yeah. So what is one, and I know there's probably more to your program, but what is one, we've gone through so much information, what one thing, and I want you to speak more so to that person who perhaps is coming out of corporate, who's displaced, maybe feeling a little frustrated because I'd imagine, you know, so many people have been impacted negatively in terms of job loss and things like that. What is the one thing that they should do today when they hear this podcast in order to start positioning themselves to take advantage of some of these things that you're sharing with them with us today? Well, I think it depends on where they're at in terms of their financial barometer, right? Like if you need money right now, what I would do is I would make a list of 100 people that you already know that uh, you could reach out to and say, hey, you know, I'm here to be of service and I can assist with all these different things, whether that's social media marketing, maybe you're a writer, whatever it is, and start to reach out to those people that already have an established relationship with you and come up with some kind of deal so that you can bring in some financial resources into you and your family. If you're good, then I would say the first thing you need to do is get really, really clear on what you want to do. Because when you have focus and clarity, you can really move mountains. Um, But most people are confused and therefore their messaging is confusing. Mm. So it's really hard for me to say, go work on your positioning and optimize your LinkedIn profile. And if you don't know what you want to do, so you've got to get clear on what exactly it is that you want to do and what you want to build your business around. And then I want you to go all in on it. The worst thing you can do is be like a Jack or Jill of all trades, master of none, you know, someone that's a social media manager, a health coach, a business coach, a yoga teacher, a personal, and a partridge in a pear tree. tree. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So pick a lane and stick with it. Doesn't mean that you, you can't try other things, but there needs to be consistency in your online message in order for there to be any kind of um, capacity to build trust in your relationships. Awesome. Jessica, this has been great. Um, What's the best way for folks to circle back with you if they want to take advantage of your services and expertise? Yeah. Check me out on the web at jessicayarber.com. You can get a hold of me there. You can also download my uh, 500k case study, how I took my client, a brand new coach from zero to half a million in 10 months. Wow. That is awesome. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your, your thought leadership and just inspiring so many people because I, I know you, you've lit a fire under me, that's for sure. Thanks, Kelly. Well, that concludes this episode of The Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost-related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com essential. That's E-P-I-C-O-R dot essential. 